Okay. This is a beer from Floyd's Lunar Throne. Mmm. And it is a... That looks, oh, dude, that can looks cool as shit. Yeah, Hazy IPA. The the marketing got me on this one. Yeah, the, for some reason that gives me like the vibe of like the uh, the arcade game, the arcade area in Toy Story. I don't know why it gives me that vibe, but it gives me that vibe. Fair enough. Let me uh, let me crack this. Good crack. Nicely done. I'm closing the old window so the uh, planes don't get picked up here. How's it taste, though? Mm, that's actually really good. That beer has been in my fridge for probably two months because I've been scared to drink it because I've not been into like hazy IPAs lately. That's pretty darn good. Not yeah, too hazy, as the kids would say. Uh-huh. Welcome to Let Me Pod to you. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter at We Hate Jacob. I'm here with my co-host, Big D. You can find oh him God. on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. <laughs> Big D, how'd you feel about the wrestling this week? Uh, middle of the road. Um, some good things on SmackDown, but I have. Uh, you you look like you're having audio troubles there, bud. Just adjusting the AirPods. Well, just adjusting the old AirPods. Uh, yeah, good things on SmackDown. I completely missed Raw. Uh, because I just really wasn't very excited about it. I've seen a little things uh on the internet of what's happened, but um, yeah, I still need to catch up on Dynamite. I'm actually more excited to watch Dynamite than I am Raw, so that's weird for me personally. <laughs> This week's dynamite was good, minus the uh, Gaijin like a dragon in the streets, street fight or whatever the fuck it was. Mm. Um, the only thing of note that happened in that was Kota Ibushi rode a bicycle, and uh, the Big Show got picked up by Hobbs and thrown onto a car. I saw that. I was going to ask, it wasn't isn't Big Show supposed to have a match at some point or something? That's what the match was. Oh, thank God! He, he can't move. <laughs> That should be a stock rising in itself that he didn't have a match. I'm so happy because, bruh. <laughs> All the stuff he does, like, he just can't move himself anymore, like, yeah. understandably, but, like, rough, rough stuff. Format here is top of the mid, headlines, stock rising, stock falling. This can be specific wrestler storylines, et cetera, to kick off a conversation. But first, Dimitri, the top of the mid. Yeah, I got to give it to somebody brand new this week. Um, Zelina Vega uh, had that little... Uh, portion of the segment at the uh, beginning of SmackDown where um, Escobar had betrayed his homie Rey Mysterio and Zelina's out there like fucking tears man like actual <clears throat> tears like she looked legit upset uh, what, that was, always, I, how could you do this he's yeah. your idol how could you do this and he's Bruh. like he deserved it <laughs> first of all Rey don't deserve shit everybody does this to Rey I don't understand why everybody does this to Rey why does everybody do this I, I mean he has to be like, betrayed again? Who could have seen this coming? We need Ray to turn into a heel because this shit's this shit's ridiculous how he just keeps coming back and being friendly. But um yeah, not happening. Not happening. <laughs> but Zelina killed that shit, man. I I saw some reports that people back uh backstage are pretty happy with the performance. Um I enjoy when, you know, this is like the this is the perfect person to get like top of the mid for a week because it's just like a random mid card thing that happened, but she really just like fucking put it out there. Like you don't have to go this hard. A lot of people kind of mail it home, but she didn't mail it home. She just decided to, you know what? I'm going to fucking commit to this and I'm going to be legitimately upset. And I appreciate that. Yeah. She did a really good job. Uh, did I thought, I thought where you were going with this top of the mid, 
<laughs> was her prank phone call to Dominic Mysterio. Oh, that was really good too. Maybe we should add that in. Yeah, the prank the prank call uh I saw it on Twitter. It was hilarious. If you haven't seen it, it will be in the show notes. But <laughs> Zelina Vega could absolutely get into voice acting because the way she threw her voice down to like sound like a small child. Also though, unless Dom was in on it, sure. If he wasn't he was Why kind was of an he continuing this conversation? <laughs> that was funny, man. It, my mom? Da, 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 da. Is she hot? <laughs> that's the best part. It sounded like somebody was with him. Maybe he was with Priest or somebody, and he, the mm. Priest was like, yo, ask her, ask him if she's hot. That's so funny. Mm. That was good. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Um, my headline this week is... Tony Khan's got a huge announcement at full gear. Oh boy. TK <laughs> Surprise. Oh. Twitter app sucks these days. Uh, okay. TK tweeted AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. They'll come to LA to sign their contract this Saturday. November 18th on pay-per-view at AEW full gear. See you tonight on TBS. Who cares? Um, <laughs> who do we think it is? Who, is it who? one Mercedes Monet, Dolph Ziggler, some Japanese guy, CM Punk, Goldberg, Gilberg, Gilberg. Uh, do you have any inkling? Like, what is what does your hunch tell you? My hunch tells me it's Dolph Ziggler. Hey, twins, me too. That's what I think. My too. heart is screaming for it to be Mercedes, though. That would be that would be most exciting. Absolutely, that would be most exciting. Uh, I guess outside of CM Punk, but obviously it's not CM Punk. Uh. A lot of people on the internet don't think that's obvious, but I think that's obvious. It's not. CM people Punk. are so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Dolph. I mean, there's been a ton of speculation that he's been going to AEW since he was released by uh, WWE. Um, so I think it just makes sense. There's well a lot respected. that he could. There's, he's well-respected throughout the wrestling community from fans. He's a good worker. Mm -hmm. the, I just, I really want it to be Mercedes Monet. Yeah. Like, I think that would be incredible. That'd because, be huge for their women's division. And maybe like she could be a driver of the women's division to get a little bit more time on TV mm -hmm. because like the stuff that they're doing with both title belts, we'll talk about a little bit more has been excellent. The Tony storm stuff. The TBS title with Julia Hart and Chris Statt and Sky Blue. Like, the, it's crazy, Tony. When you put a storyline together for the title matches, they're a lot more interesting. Hmm, who would have thought? Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> what an amazing discovery. That's crazy. Anyway, what is your headline, Dimitri? Uh, so I just saw on Twitter, uh, actually today, um, that Mickey James is, uh, done with impact for now. Her contract ran up, which leads you to the question. Is she going to be joining, uh, Nick Aldis in the WWE? I would be very excited to see that. I love Mickey James. Got a lot of uh, fond memories of watching Mickey James and Trish Stratus as a child. So 
come back to the WWE for another proper run. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but the last time she was in WWE, um, she kind of was a member of cuts and then they, okay. Well, last time she was in WWE, she got cut, um, which, you know, is okay, but like, she's a legend. So you would expect them to treat her right. But on her way out, like, first of all, she didn't really have much of like storyline going or anything really. And then on her way out, uh, they literally sent her like a garbage bag of her belongings to her door. She just got a garbage bag full of shit at her door. And she was like, that's beyond disrespectful. So she like tweeted about it and all that. And then, um, the dude who was responsible for that, who is also <laughs> fun fact, uh, prominently on total divas. You, you see this guy a lot on total divas before, uh, this happened, but, um, the dude who was responsible for the whole trash bag incident, uh, got fired immediately after because the WWE was like, nah, that's not cool. We can't do that. So no, that's super not cool. That is mad disrespectful. Mad disrespectful. So I I hope the bridge isn't burned uh, because the WWE seemed to be not very happy with the way uh, I forget his name, but whoever the fella is that did that did that because that's not very professional and um, no. courteous, especially to somebody who's a legend. But like to anybody really. Um. So yeah, hopefully we see her back in the WWE. I'd love to see it. Uh, I would also like to see her in AEW, honestly. I'd just pop up somewhere where I actually watch, because I'm going to be real. I don't watch Impact. <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks because things I've read online, like they're doing a lot of really cool stuff at Impact lately. Mm-hmm. So I want to watch it, but I'm already like skipping Raws. So I don't I don't have like the bandwidth already to. There's to just so we, we say it a lot. There's. There's just so much wrestling on. So it's hard. You got to pick and choose at this point what you want, because the only way you're possibly going to watch every single wrestling show every week, top to bottom, is if you're paid to. Yes. Yeah, if you're paid to, it's your job or you literally got nothing going on else in your life because it's hey, just too much. Hey, anybody who's looking to pay us to watch wrestling, like I will absolutely be paid to watch wrestling. By all means. You know, sure. Like. <laughs> At we hate Jacob hate with an eight on Twitter, like sign the DMS they are open. Like I mm-hmm. will, I'll take whatever call if you want to pay me to watch some <laughs> impact. But as of now, I don't have the time. Yeah. Last time I was uh, just thinking about it. Last time I was actually like interested, interested in watching impact is when uh, Matt was there doing his broken gimmick, which was feels like forever ago. Now I don't know mm-hmm. how long ago that was, but that was a long ass time ago. Fair enough. Let's move on to the Bloodline Cinematic Universe. And let's move away from the Bloodline Cinematic Universe. <laughs> there was nothing. Um, wait, wait, wait. There was that really funny Jimmy segment where he's like, yay. Yeah, yeet. Tribal Chief, what's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeet. Yeah, I love that, bro. That, that made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. That cracked me up. <laughs> and Roman's gone again. Um, and to the point that they're now advertising Solo Sokoa returns next week. I don't care. <laughs> oh, big bad Solo Sokoa. Oh, borderline driver Solo Sokoa. <laughs> sure. Sure, Jan. <laughs> so, yeah, no bloodline. Yeah, that's about it. Other than, I guess, maybe Jey Uso's in War Games. I don't know if we talked about it. Mm, not this episode, but I think we may have last episode. All right. That's maybe. it. Maybe. All right, fellas, everybody. 
It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Jacob monologues about AEW. Woo! Stock rising, full gear. We're going to go through the card, top to bottom, talk Hold about on, some wait, wait. and bobs. For the video people, I mean, for the audio people, I'm hitting the uh, Tazawa dance right now. <laughs> he's going to hype Tazawa dancing because he's got nothing to say. Hey. We're, get, we're getting closer to Dimitri uh, being, being in on the AEW pay-per-view conversations, though. Y- yes, sir. All right, we're going to start from the bottom to the top. Zero Hour, ROH Tag Team Championships, MJF and a mystery partner, or he's going to do it by himself, versus The Guns. Um, Storyline here has basically been MJF has no friends since Adam Cole is hurt, uh, and he's defended the uh, Ring of Honor Tag Team titles once or twice and done it by himself and won. Uh, They've been building The Guns to, to make them look really good and strong lately on television. So I don't think they can have him retain the belts against the guns by himself. I don't think that's an option at this point in time. Uh, the One of the storyline suggestions is that he can enlist the help of Samoa Joe. But if he enlists the help of Samoa Joe, he has to give him a title shot. He doesn't want to give him a title shot because Samoa Joe almost broke his neck last time they, they wrestled at Grand Slam for the title. As a... Uh- so, Hold on. As a as a brief loose AEW watcher, uh, just question: uh, Do we think the fella from the acclaimed is an option? The one that he always shoots down, that always wants to team with him. I don't think so because I believe they are kayfabe hurt after their ferocious attack um, that happened on last week's Dynamite. Mm. So I don't think they are around. They are not on the card. Fuck. So I don't think that's what's going to happen. Sad. So I think it's either going to be Max by himself or with Samoa Joe. And that'll lead to a Max and Samoa Joe issue at World's End at the end of the year. Um, But I don't know for sure. Hmm. Uh, Regardless, I, I think this will end up Max defending by himself and losing the tag team belts. So he kind of opens the show with his tail between his legs. And he needs to get his belt back from Jay White at the end of the night. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho, the Golden Jets versus the Young Buckaroos. For this is a very stupid match the way they made it. This was basically like, how can we force Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks onto this pay-per-view card and make it make sense, but like not very much sense. <laughs> um so the stipulation for this is the Young Bucks currently hold a title shot for the tag team championships. If Kenny and Chris win, they get that title shot. If they lose, Kenny and Chris can't be friends anymore. And Kenny has to be friends with the Young Bucks again. Really high stakes. Super high. Wow. I think Kenny and Chris are going to lose. The Young Bucks are going to cheat. And Kenny's going to You're no cat, longer bro. be allowed to be friends with Jericho. And <laughs> um, for, for the audio people, my cat is on the back of my chair and just uh, popped his head up. So watch the video on YouTube. You'll see my cat. Um, yeah. So I think the Bucks are going to win. They're going to cheat. And Kenny's going to be mad that they cheated. Like, that's not how we do things in the elite. And they're like, we, we can do things however we want, Kenny. So. That's what's going to happen. Any thoughts? No thoughts, just vibes. 
Cool. <laughs> um, Sting. Uh, actually, sorry. Let me let me do that again. Darby Allen, Adam Copeland, and Sting. Yes. <laughs> versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne for uh, just to have a match for some vibes. Uh, because Christian Cage said he's going to end Sting's career. Uh, Sting is going to be retiring after Revolution next spring. Christian Cage said, "You're going to end your. I'm going to end your career at full gear. You're not going to make it to Revolution." So, uh, Sting and Darby enlisted the help of Adam Copeland, a man formerly known as Edge, and they're having a match. Sure, sure. I think. That Adam Copeland gets the pin on either Luchasaurus or Nick Wayne to make him look strong and to protect Christian, which yeah. will lead further into this TNT title situation with um, Edge and Christian. I would Any say thoughts? that that is a very good guesstimation, and I would say the uh, I would say the same thing because uh, I don't think they want um, Edge and Christian pinning each other just yet. Absolutely not. The o- the other thing that I could see is Christian pins Darby again because he's been beating Darby for a while now. So that could be the other the other situation. We have a Texas death match. Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland. This all started when Swerve broke into Hangman's house. Uh this is actually the dynamite that I was at in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this one. Swerve broke into Hangman's house. Threw a t-shirt on his baby boy. Um, and Prince Nana was there too. So this is going to be a bonus stock rising as well. And the stock rising is crowds chanting, steal his weed. Because <laughs> Hangman <laughs> cooked Swerve last night on the mic. They had a stipulation for this uh, promo segment that any physicality between Hangman and Swerve would lead to their match being canceled and both men being suspended for the rest of the year. But Hangman flamed him up. It was I was it was diabolical. He talked about how his Swerve's fiance left him and his kids don't want to talk to him. He talked about how Nana is just making all his money on off Swerve's back and his Swerve when I drive catch a vibe. That's just slaps, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so his little dance selling his shirts and after, after the shows, he goes out to the parking lot to buy weed from some high schooler and hangman is going to not only kick swerves ass, he's going to kick Nana's ass and steal his weed. (laughs) Are you for real? That, that happened. He said this. That's hilarious. It was really funny because Nana's going, I don't do that. That's a lie. That is a lie. Oh my god! So funny. Hold up, that is I'll, fucking hilarious. I'm gonna have to watch that for sure. I'll find a I'll find a link to the to the segment. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Uh, is that really gonna be the episode title too? Steals weed. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. All right. I'm gonna cook something up with the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Um, you could probably find something like Prince Nana looking shocked. That that would work yes. really well. Uh huh. Uh, and then Hagman ended the segment with, and Tony said there could be no physicality between the two of us. He didn't say anything about Nana and just hits him with a haymaker, just decks him down. 
Security gets in the ring, separates them. Because Swerve can't do anything. Because if he attacks Hangman, then they're suspended. So, yeah, very good segment. That was that was pretty sick. Um, sick. The AEW TBS Championship. Chris Statt, the holder. By the way, Chris Statt on Dynamite last week when she came down to make a save. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, versus Julia Hart. She's so spooky. She has one loss in the last year. That one loss is to Chris Statlander for the TBS championship at the last pay-per-view. So Julia Hart has been killing it. Like she's getting dubs and dubs and dubs. Sky Blue is the third woman in this match. Uh, she had a match on Dynamite this past week with Red Velvet. Bonus stock rising to Red Velvet. First of all, wow. I mm-hmm. didn't realize how much I missed her being on television. She's incredible. The way she can move in the ring. Like, I think they said she has a gymnastics background or something along that, those lines. But just the way she hits moves, it looks so smooth and so fluid. Like, she's incredible. She has been back for, like, three or four episodes of TV. So Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision or something like that. And she's had a match on almost every show since she's been back from, from injury, giving her, like, this little micro push. I hope they keep her on television going forward because she's incredible. Like, really, really, really good. Back after, like, a nine-month injury. I think she did her ACL or something like that. So, mad props to Red Velvet. It's been great to see you. Um, Sky and Julia have some beef because Julia misted Sky in the face, uh, which has led to like a mini heel turn where she's doing like dark makeup and she's just like all the time. Um, <laughs> but then Sky was going to beat up Willow after a match or something, and then Julia or no, Julia was going to beat up Willow after a match, and Sky stopped it, and we were like. Oh, she's not evil then. I was like, who cares? Like, <laughs> she's just, she's like straight in the middle of like a heel and a face right now. It's uh, again, Interesting. Sky Blue is a very, very, very talented wrestler. Mm-hmm. I need some personality. Facts. More than happy to be here or angry to be here because I got misted six weeks ago. Like, <laughs> I need a little, I need a little bit more. Right. Like, Chris, that she can cut a promo. She has some comedy in her. Julia Hart, spooky. She has the House of Black behind her. Sky Blue, good wrestler. They got a sports entertain. She has some sports entertainment going on, but not the like talking she sports does. entertainment. If, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I think Julia Hart gets the TBS championship and she wins her first title in AEW. AEW. Do you have any thoughts on the TBS championship? That one, I'm no thoughts, just vibes. Didn't think so. It should be a really fun match, though, so keep an eye out for it. Uh, let's go to the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus La Faction Ingubernable, which I think in this case is Roosh and Commander with a K. No. Uh, I don't remember. He wears a black mask. Um, and he kind of looks like Batman with it, but I can't think of his name. It's not Commander because he's good. 
He's a good guy. Um, Lefaction and Gubernable versus FTR versus Kings of Black Throne, which is Malachi Black and Brody King, um, who will be barking probably. Um, barking? Yeah, he does this thing where like he's beating everybody up and he just goes, and then the whole crowd does it too. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Little shades of DMX out there. I see mm-hmm. you, brother. So I genuinely have no idea because this has mostly been a collision feuds mm-hmm. and I haven't been watching collision You're because no there's no collider. CM Punk nor Brian Danielson. So I that don't make sense. Yeah. It's just been, <laughs> it's collision. It's on Saturday. Sorry. So I don't really have any thoughts. Uh, Starks and Bill, they haven't had the titles too long, but it is a four-way tag team match, which means just about anything can happen in that. Um, so we shall see. Uh, this is a no thoughts, just vibes for me on that one. Hell yeah. Join the club. Mm-hmm. AEW Women's Championship. Hikaru Shida, the holder, versus Timeless Tony Storm. I love what Tony Storm is doing and what they're doing with production around it too. Me too. To the point of her opening a door. We're we're in color. She opens the door so we see her and it switches to black and black and white. Door closes, she, we're back in color. They're doing a lot to aid this character mm-hmm. and this personality and this sports entertainment. This is why Tony Storm is going to become a two-time women's world champion. Three-time women's world champion, actually, at full gear. I like Hikaru Shida. Again, she's a lot like Sky Blue to me in terms of, like, she's an incredible wrestler. But she's very much like the we'll do an open challenge kind of thing. And I just... The reigns with the Women's World Championship have just not been working for me. I really like her, but I'm sure you could have guessed that. I don't, I don't, I just, she seems so fucking cool. She does. She seems so cool. Yeah. Yeah. She, she is like, and I, again, like super cool vibes. This is no shade to Sheeta at all. Absolutely. None. It is just like the women's title needs some stability Mm -hmm. and it needs somebody who is incredibly over. And Tony Storm is so over right now. That's facts. Like, I, Agaro Shida's a face, and Tony Storm is technically the heel in this, I guess. But, like, the crowd is going to be with Tony. So I think we need to just pull the trigger, give the title back to Tony Storm, and let her do more on TV with this belt, you know, with this timeless character. With the, like, they gave her a whole butler. Like, Luther is a butler now. Like, just let her do more with this, with the title, give some stability, and for the love of all that is holy, put whatever concoctions of medicines you need to into Jamie Hayter's back and get her back on TV. Because we need some Jamie Hayter. And I want her to come back as a full-blooded heel. Like, I'm going to steal your lunch money, mm. tomorrow's lunch, your mm. granny's dinner, and mm. all that. Like, I want, I want Jamie Hayter to come back with a vengeance. Okay. That's where I am with the Women's World Championship. 
That that's um, actually an exciting match for me. Uh, it's going to so, be really good. Like they're they're going to do some really incredible stuff in that match. Yeah, that's something that would make me want to tune in. Uh, absolutely. And um, yeah, what you said about Tony Storm and the title. Um, I typically am like like somebody like Tony Storm right now, who's got so much going for them, and they have like a really cool story and a really cool character. I'm typically like they don't even need a title to succeed. And I still think this is true here, but the difference is I think the title needs her. Uh, So yeah, I think you're totally right. I think giving her the title would be a great thing. The the other issue is just how the women's division is booked on AEW. Mm -hmm. This is something we talked about a lot, but there's one women's match per show. So it's often involving something with or around the title. So if Tony Storm does not have the title and loses this title shot, this character dies. There's nothing for the timeless Tony Storm character after this if she doesn't win the title. So if they want to keep this character going and they want to extend this creative further, she kind of has to win. Or is she going to be happy enough moving down to the mid card? And is Tony Khan actually going to book it that way? I don't think so. So we'll see. We shall see. Okay, two more. AEW International Championship. Orange Cassidy, the holder, versus John Moxley. John Moxley lost the belt in the um, Rick Knox botch um, against uh, Ray Fenix at Grand Slam. Then Fenix was having some injuries and dropped it to Cassidy. And now Moxley is back and we have come full circle. Cassidy feels like he does not, he hasn't earned the title because he didn't win it back off Moxley. So, and Moxley's like, well, I never lost my belt. You know, I got hurt. (laughs) Okay, sure. This is going to be a slobber knocker. (laughs) <laughs> because I Moxley <laughs> Moxley pushes Cassidy to a place that he doesn't go anytime else. He pushes him into a place of violence and blood and guts and just being a big bad man from Ohio. And Orange Cassidy <laughs> is not a big man, bad man from Ohio. Certainly not. So it, I think this is going to be another good match. I kind of think Mox is going to get this belt back because they must have had some plans for a Moxley title run that they didn't really get to do with him having the concussion. Right. So I think it's going to go back to Moxley, but we'll see. I would agree with that. That would make some sense. Uh, they probably had some uh, plans and, you know, plans get changed and then you gotta, you probably want to roll back to those plans. And one other thing with that too, um, Moxley ate Orange Cassidy's finisher last night on Dynamite like orange punch and he just went oh hell yeah so and cassidy was like what the fuck so yeah it's they're <laughs> they're i think they're playing up that like moxley has cassidy's number kind of yeah situation. and you know what moxley's gonna do you know what he's gonna eat blood nah he's gonna eat a w ah. okay <laughs> shout out to my boy james and finally, the AEW World Championship, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF against Jay White. 
Jay White still has MJF's belt. Max is going to be one day short of being AEW world champion for a full year. Mm. If he wins at the pay-per-view, he will be the first man to hold the world championship for over a year. He deserves it. Yeah, he does. (laughs) At the same time, I think Jay White's winning. Wow. I think I think Max is losing everything this pay-per-view. Mm. He's already lost his best friend to a bum ankle. He's going to lose his ROH Tag Team Championships on the Zero Hour, and he's going to lose his belt in the main event. Jay you- White is going to be the new AEW World Champion. So question so mjf uh this you know when he debuted and you know when i watched back when you know it first started he was obviously mean mean heel it seems as of right now he's kind of like a face yeah yeah um adam cole basically face turned him okay uh so do we think he'll have like a reverse of what typically happens to people in these situations? You know, like people get like down bad and they turn into a good guy. Do you think he'll like go down bad and then like turn back into an asshole? Yep. All right. Basically he'll be like, what did being a good guy ever get me? Yeah. It got my friends hurt and it lost me all my shit. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. I want grimy MJF back. Give me my dog back. Yeah, he's no longer <laughs> going to be our scumbag. He's going to only be a scumbag for himself. Yeah, um, oh yeah. After this pay per view, that's what I think is going to happen. And like Jay White is cooking. Like Jay White is cooking something with the Bullet Club Gold on AEW, and I kind of think he deserves a belt. Yeah, it's been all really interesting for me. It's uh, drawn me in. So yeah, I'm a fan. And that is full gear. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it is the evening of our friends giving here in PA. So uh, basically, I'm going to let people know when it hits eight o'clock, the wrestling's going on, baby. <laughs> I think this might be the first AEW pay-per-view I watch. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think so, Bob. The big question is, how do we watch it? Because the watch wrestling folks got shut down by the mm. ops. Mm, I don't know. We'll find a way. We'll find a way. Off camera. <laughs> Off camera. I got you. All right. Okay. Monologue is over. Let's get back to some WWE. Dimitri, you owe me a stock rising. Oh, yes, sir. I'm really happy about uh, the goddamn new damage control we got going on. Uh, I've, I've said this a little bit last week, but man, Kyrie Sane is so fucking cool. Like, she's mm-hmm. so cool. I love her so much. Okay. Did you know that it was a pirate gimmick before they said it on commentary? Yeah. Just because okay, of what I she didn't. was before. Okay. I was like, because I'm like, what is her gear? She looks like a ratty pirate. Yeah. It, yeah. If you, like, didn't, if you didn't have any context of where she, like, no the context. first run. So, like, you're probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like is, she, like, is she supposed to be like a pirate rat or something like, <laughs> the pirate princess Kyrie saying i'm like sure okay <laughs> yep yep pirate stuff uh when she used to tag with uh oscars in the kabuki, kabuki warriors she used to come out with like a little wooden wheel and shit so she was all pirated out um get her a dope boat. ass gear 
Um, but yeah, I'm really happy with all of it. It was really funny earlier in the night when they uh, they tried to hug and Bailey's like, Mm-mm, I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. Which I thought was interesting because you uh, fast forward to the end of the night, you got that big old tag team match, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got that moment where Bianca's going for the hot tag there with Asuka. Asuka's really selling it. She's like, come on, come on. And then she's like, psych. <laughs> psych nah motherfucker and um yeah that was fucking cool and then she hits her with the mist um mm-hmm. and then all hell breaks loose uh and then uh we get the beautiful moment which made my heart smile and my face smile when asuka and Kyrie sane hugged it out in the middle of the ring bro i you gotta felt give the people great. what they want yeah you gotta give the people what they want that's what i wanted i wanted it so bad and i saw it what a beautiful moment Made me really happy. And then the whole squad. First of all, I love everybody in damage control. So, like, for me, this is amazing. I love Dakota Kai. Bailey's one of my favorite. EO's one of my favorite. Asuka's one of my favorite. It's now, really like you wrote here. this, seg- like, this whole damage control story. Because it's, <laughs> it's basically all of your faves in one group. It's amazing. And then, like, we had that big end segment where... This is why I referenced what happened in the beginning of the night with Bailey and the hug. Bailey comes in and gives him a motherfucking hug. She joins in on the big ass hug. What a great moment for the group. I don't know if it's going to last because I have a feeling Bailey and Kyrie are going to have some little beef eventually. We'll see what happens. But as, as of right now, I'm really digging the group. I'm digging the stuff that's happening into it. I loved the ending of SmackDown and just... I'm very excited about damage control and everybody in it. It's beautiful. So it appears that we are building towards the women's war games match very slowly. Mm -hmm. And we've got this new damage control, which we've talked about. And then we've got the faces. We've got Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, I guess. And I don't know who else. I forgot Shotzi came out. But it was useless. Yeah. Like, Shotzi has no push, no creative. She's just there. I do love just, Shotzi, but you're right. There's no push right now. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, so we've got Asuka, Kyrie Sane, the women's world champion, and Bailey against Bianca and Charlotte and Shotzi? She doesn't belong. Becky's got to be involved. That's the only way to kind of add some balance because it's like mm. there's nothing there's nothing with Shotzi and I don't know who else is a, f- a face Raquel Rodriguez let's say you know like there's just nothing there that lines it up to make the match feel even like I would say damage control has the edge there what if what if they don't find a tag team partner and they just go into the event and they're like, all right, fuck it. We're short. We're short one. And then in comes Jade Cargill. Oh. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying mm. this because last week I held on a couple of things that were inside of my brain. And now I'm upset because I saw a couple of them happen. So I'm just throwing out these mm. ideas. You never know. Okay. Okay. So Dimitri, are you doing that because you're, you're just trying to book, um, you know, the, the blacks versus the Asians with Bianca and Jade. <laughs> Together. We call her Charlotte Black now. <laughs> She's got some credit in the bank. <laughs> some credit? Where? 
<laughs> no, but yeah, it's um, it is interesting to see who's going to be up on that other side because uh, as of right now, if it's not Jade Cargo and it's not Becky Lynch, it's hard to find anybody else who has the same stature as everybody else on the other side. I know Kyrie mm-hmm. Sane's new and she technically has like nothing since she's just turned back. But for me, but bro, but they've made her big. Like they've made yeah. it a big deal that she's here. So you yeah. have that. It's like, okay, Kyrie Sane and Shotzi. Kyrie yeah. Sane, you know, like there's the, and that's again, that's not shade to Shotzi. That's just how she's been booked. Yeah. So I, I don't really see where they go. That would be sick though. If they went into the match, you know, three on four and then like the buzzer hits for, you know, the, the face team and they don't have anybody else to come out, but then a storm is coming and Jade's music hits. That would be, that would be Jade, sick. Bianca and Charlotte. Like what? Like a big group, like literally yeah, so big. Like that, that would actually, that could work if they're going to make Shotzi be in this. Cause like, again, I'm not trying to shade Shotzi and I'm, I feel like it's probably going to come off that way, but she's just so mid card to me. And this is not the mid card match. She is very mid card right now. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Nothing going story wise. So it's like, she just pops up every now and then that's basically what she's in into right now. Much just much to ponder, much to ponder. We'll see what happens on SmackDown tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Um, probably tonight by the time you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually tomorrow will be interesting because we've got a SmackDown versus a Friday collision going head to head. So I'm sure that uh, the WWE is going to do something to make sure people watch SmackDown and not collision. Yeah, which probably. Won't be very, they won't have to do very much. They always do. Collision. Yeah. All right, another stock rising, Dimitri. Uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about uh, Backlash France. Uh, not just because like it's in France. I'm not like super excited about France. Uh, no offense to to France. No. Offense. So, Dimitri, tell me more about your hatred for the French. <laughs> but uh, I'm is just the excited. baguette your least favorite bread? <laughs> you don't like a croissant? To... Oh my. <laughs> I really like uh what are those things? I really like crepes, y'all. Okay, let's keep it real. I love crepes. All right. All right. So don't don't be canceling me. I love crepes. Hey, that's I the, love friends. I I've got some French friends. They make me crepes. I was about to say that's the equi- equivalent to uh I have a black cousin. I can't be racist. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm really excited about it because these international shows have been like hit and um I feel like every time we get an international show, besides Crown Jewel, it was kind of meh. But the ones over there have kind of been meh sometimes. Um, uh, have been just really like live with the crowd. Like they're fucking booming. It's loud. And, you know, it's probably because, you know, they don't get these big events that often. So when they do get it, it's really special and they really relish the moment and don't take it for granted like a lot of US crowds, I think, do. Um, go ahead. Didn't they announce something for Berlin as well? Potentially. Yes. Uh, Berlin is getting a premium live event on Saturday, August 31, 2024. But they didn't say what that is, but that sounds Uh, like... uh, That's like right around SummerSlam, isn't it? I couldn't tell no, you. No, SummerSlam's usually early, late July, early August. So this would be payback 
essentially mm. that they're going to put in Berlin because I think Cleveland is getting SummerSlam. That's so random. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> Cleveland. Um, yeah, these international shows have been pretty good. Um, it always throws me off though because WWE usually does their their premium live events on Saturdays now, right? Don't they? Yes. And so those are like a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that does throw me off too. Always yeah, it's way weird. different. It's like it ends at like eight. It's like three to eight, and then I'm like, "Well, now what do I do? I don't want to watch Collision." That's yeah. That that that's the one <laughs> thing that gets. I at first I thought I would like having them at a different time and like getting up to watch it, and it's kind of a cool change of, change of pace. But personally, I like it at night so I can yeah. eat food, pig out, have a beer if I want, and watch it, enjoy it, and go to bed. God damn, look at us people in the US having these problems. What's going on? Yeah, Crown Jewel really fucked up my shit too because that started at <laughs> one and yeah. the Arsenal played at 1.30 that day. So we had we had Crown Jewel on the TV and then Arsenal Newcastle on the iPad. It was like a big day for Saudi Arabia. But yeah, that was So I like kind of half watched each and like yeah. didn't get a lot out of both of them. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let's uh let's see how France does. I'm sure it'll be good. Um, crowd will probably be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. it will be funny. You know, like when when they had a was it backlash in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and we had the uno dos tres on the counts from the crowd. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Like so, <laughs> in France, we're gonna have un deux trois. Like <laughs> hell yeah. See how that goes. All right. See how that goes. <laughs> Stock, stock. I don't know. Spanish just hits pretty, pretty good for count. It does. I don't know. French, yeah. French is just you know. <clears throat> quick, quick, quick. Say you like crepes. I don't know how to say that in French. No, not in French. You dingus. <laughs> just say you like crepes because the people gonna cancel you, dog. Uh, I I like crepes. Um, baguette could take or leave. Good. All right. Eh, okay. You didn't have to add that there, but it's fine. It's too crunchy. Stock falling. <laughs> uh, stock falling. Oh, raw. I just wanted to. I didn't even watch raw this week um, because I'm sure there's a lot going on, but like there's also a lot going on in my life and raw being three hours and sometimes mid for the majority of it keeps me from being as excited to watch it as I should be. Is there a lot going on on raw? Because I think it's just like Cody Rhodes and friends finding different feuds with judgment day. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's the only like, thing I can think of. <laughs> I started watching Raw, and it started with like the War Games teams being in the ring, and then Seth Seth Rollins being dressed for a match, and Sammy being dressed for a match. I was like, okay, so they're wrestling. And then the Judgment Day boys came out, and J.D. McDonough was out there in his underpants, and then Dominic Mysterio was dressed for a match, and I was like, okay. And then Seth ended the segment being like, you know, wait, we just I'm, I'm tired of all this talk. We just need to have a fight. And I'm dressed for a match. Sammy's dressed for a match. You two bozos are dressed for a match. So let's get Adam Pierce out here to make it official. And let's have a match. And then I went to commercial and I came back and they were wrestling. And I was like, hmm. no, I'm good. Yeah, so, no, I'm good. Oh, we, I think we missed a cool little uh, Shinsuke promo that I'll have to catch at some point. I don't care. Like, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I've seen some stuff online that people are like, oh, Shinsuke's doing is really cool. 
He's in the fucking mid card, not going for a belt. What's hey, he you doing? know how I feel. Of, you know how I feel about the new Shinsuke. I like the new Shinsuke. That's so fine. That's but interesting. Like, do something with it. Yeah. Like you know who needs a uh, like a for real challenger? The Intercontinental Champion Gunther. He needs well, somebody you, to actually hey, push him. Maybe maybe eventually we'll get there. You know, give him some time, brother. Who fucking knows, man? Like. <laughs> I will I mean, say, even even since Dunk's getting bored with his own title reign, I saw that he said that he's uh, outgrown it a little bit. Yeah, because there's no create. He just squashes everybody he fights. Yeah, well, like, Chad yeah, Gable was the most real title challenger he had this year. That's facts. I legit thought Chad Gable had a chance, and I thought Chad Gable was going to get it, and I still think Chad Gable is going to get it at some point. When that payoff occurs, I'm not sure. But uh, I do think he's going to eventually get that belt. It'll be very good when it does. Yes. Um, my stock falling is another WWE show. SmackDown. Mm. SmackDown oh, without the Tribal Chief is like, you know, just doesn't hit the same. We got the new damage control. What are you talking about? That's fine. It's it's more <laughs> of just like the title picture on the show is just there were no titles on SmackDown. There was nothing with a title on SmackDown this past week. I feel Not that the yeah they they need they need if they don't have Roman there with the big title they need the next best thing to be on there and I like as I do enjoy Logan having the belt for the publicity and the eventual mm-hmm. payoff match that whoever beats him is going to have potentially LA Knight uh we yeah. need something yeah we need something on TV to occupy that title scene and there were good moments on SmackDown you know, like I thought Kevin Owens being on commentary was really fun. He's funny. Um, He's hilarious. We had bro. we had them kayfabe kill Rey Mysterio with the stairs so that he could have surgery on his meniscus. Um, we had the damage control forming at the end, and we had like I thought L.A. Knight's talking segment with Grayson Waller was good, and I thought they had a good match. But again, it's just like there's nothing of note except for the damage control, like. Damage control at the very end is the only thing with stakes that was on that show. Everything else, just a wrestling show. It's a house show with damage control getting together at the end. That's what SmackDown was. Hmm. Some good points there. Yeah. <laughs> Tribal Chief. Because I'm, I'm over here like, yeah, damage control was really fucking good, man. But outside of that, because that's what right. they left us with. That's what they left us with. Right. They left yeah. us with that big moment, but the rest of the show is like, what does this matter? <laughs> Creatively, yeah. what's what does this matter? It didn't. Fair enough. All right, Dimitri. Last stock falling. Uh, dude, we were fucking wrong, man. What? Yeah, we were kind of wrong. We were kind of wrong <laughs> as fuck. This is this is the one that I said earlier in this show that I had kept some things in my brain that I wish I would have just said last episode. Okay. okay. One of those things was when you were talking about how much it didn't make sense for Escobar to just lay the brass knuckles there and to get out of there. In my head, I was like, maybe he did it on purpose. But then I was like, nah, don't say that. That's fucking stupid. Uh, And then out comes Carlito this week on SmackDown. Carlito, I mean, on SmackDown. His music still sucks. Yeah, it does suck. I really miss his old shit. That shit slapped. But he comes out on SmackDown and he uh, tells us uh, essentially, yeah, who laid the black brass knuckles there? Escobar. So um, they kind of hinted at it. 
Part of me wonders if it was intentional or if he accidentally did it and they were like, wow, that kind of looks stupid. Maybe we should uh, write that in. I don't know. Either way. But it looks like to me that they planned it. And uh, yeah, that makes us a little bit wrong with them overbooking it last week because um, I had agreed with you with that and it seemed really fucking stupid at the time. But if this is what it was leading to, it makes sense. I'm... I'm still with the, if Santos is turning heel and he doesn't like Gray anymore, why didn't he cheat to win the belt off Ray? Why didn't he get the belt? Because all he did was hurt his friend, his former friend, and now some other guy has the belt. That, that, also, that's just where I'm at. It's just like, what are, you, what are we doing? There's also another hole here um, because if he truly did that to leave those brass knuckles there on purpose... Why didn't he just let bro do what he had to do without interfering at all? To make it, it I did this to you, Ray. Like, <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's a, it's sort of a toss-up. That's why I'm like, we were wrong, kind of, because it's still a little holy in terms of uh, motivation. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see how this goes going forward. Uh, Rey Mysterio is allegedly out for about eight weeks, apparently, yeah. while he gets his uh, knee all healed up. So what a we'll pro, what by the way, because I couldn't tell. Yeah, I guess he's had this injury for a while, is like what the reporting was saying. Mm-hmm. But this has been like bothering him for more than a minute, and it just got to the point that he needed to do it. Bro is old, um, so that is major props to him f- for me not even noticing. Like, bro works like crazy. Like, he's not like I don't know forties. Yeah, I mean he's he's been around the block multiple times. Uh, Rey Mysterio is forty eight. Yep. Yep. Damn. Okay. Anything else, Dimitri? Nope. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Let Me Pod to you. You can follow Big D at Dimitri Talks. Um, you can find me if you want at We Hate Jacob. That's hate with an eight. Uh, please give us a review on your chosen podcast platform. We're on every major network. And remember, if you want to send us beer, you want to pay us to watch wrestling, slide into the DMs. They're open. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>